Love and Profit Show. Here we go. Let's have some fun, everyone. This show is about the quickest and most efficient and direct route to happiness and creativity in our lives. Let's sort it out today. Welcome, welcome, everyone, to this edition of the Love and Profit Show. I I don't know whether to call it a show or a podcast. Uh, I started out with podcast. Now I'm experimenting with show. My name is David Papa. I'm your host. Once again, today I'm hosting myself. One day soon, we will be hosting other people. Don't worry, I have people scheduled. They're coming. Today's show is about answering the question, what is the most efficient way to be happy and creative in our lives? You know, I like these types of questions because we can... Because, you know, I don't think life has to, I don't think it has to be so challenging to find out answers. You know, I think ultimately, just like Don Miguel Ruiz says, the author of The Four Agreements, you know, life is pretty, life is pretty simple. You know, when you, when you break it down to its fundamental components, when you find what those are, you know, life can be pretty simple, but we overcomplicate it. We make it much crazier than it, it needs to be in a lot of cases, you know, and that's just us with our challenges, our emotional blocks, our our emotional knots and our our beliefs that are stopping us from seeing the simple path, the simple way, the path of ease. I'm a big c- proponent of finding the path of ease, finding the path of uh, of play as we move through our challenges and our struggles. So that's what this is about. This show is about what's the most efficient way, answering the question, what's the most efficient way to feel happy. And my initial answer is uh, one of those simple things that maybe seems so simple, but that it can't, it's like too good to be true. And the answer is you have to really love your life right now. The simplest and most efficient route to being happy is being happy with where your life is right now. Now, of course, you know, if you're in a situation where your physical body is in danger, your life is in danger, you know, you're in an abuse situation, you're in a you know, situation where you're not finding food or shelter, or you're in one of the many places in the world where it's just a real struggle to just survive, you know, that being happy with where you are right now Seems like a big challenge to us Westerners. But, you know, when you go and interview, uh, you know, tribal people, or where you go, you know, one of the, one of my professors in business school who is from India told me a story about the government uh, developing India, you know, and bringing basically the, the civilized way to live in, from the cities out into the countryside in India. And, they started building up and developing towns, you know, and what they found was that the towns would get more developed, you know, people would start doing quote unquote business and quote unquote the right way and happiness started to drop. Happiness started to drop in these places that they were bringing the, uh, you know, this is modern society. These are the, 
this is how we live and grow the economy. And don't you want more stuff? And, you know, don't you want to be able to trade with more villages? And like, you know, don't you want to, this fishing operation that you have that, you know, feeds your family and some of your neighbors. And don't you want to grow that to be like, uh, you know, to sell fish across India, you know, these are the kind of things they brought to these areas and happiness dropped. So, you know, our, our idea in the West of what we need for happiness and what makes happiness and how, how we get, how we get it are a little bit skewed in my view, most of the time. And, um, unless you're, you know, and so when we're talking about finding a way to be happy right now, I'm not going to be really advising on those survival situations. You know, I'm going to be advising uh, like those, the people who are, you know, really, really struggling. Although my point with the Indian villages is that from the West, from the West perspective, people that sometimes seem like they're struggling physically might actually be happier than us. And we don't, we don't know that, you know? So if you're in a, if you're in a serious survival threat situation, you don't have enough to eat. You're sleeping outside and it's really cold. You're just really struggling. You know, finding the way to be happy with your life the way it is right now means changing those physical circumstances first, right? We got to address the physical circumstances first. But if you're not in one of those situations, your happiness has nothing to do with your physical circumstances. Happiness comes from alignment with who you really are, alignment with your spiritual self, where your thoughts, your words, your deeds, your emotions, your feelings are all line up in front of your heart. That's what gives the feeling of fulfillment that all of us are so looking for. You know, that's what makes us feel like, oh my gosh, the world is an amazing, supportive place that is allowing me to express who exactly who I really am, exactly the ways I want. And I'm doing that. And that feels so good. That feels so happy. But the way to get there is by loving be your life right now, the way it is right now, being happy with your life right now, the way it is right now. It's our resistance to our current life that is the first steps into drawing us into unhappiness. It's resistance to things from the past, which makes our brain often constantly think about the past and then constantly try to predict the future based on that past. Any vision of the future that you have that comes from your automated brain thinking, you know, that comes from when you're, you know, you're sitting down, eating your breakfast, and all of a sudden your brain is thinking about what you have to do tomorrow. Your brain is thinking about how that presentation is going to go. Your brain is thinking about how that conversation is going to go tomorrow. All of that thinking is your brain predicting the future based on your past. Because that's the information your, ha your brain has to try to predict the future. Your, your brain cannot predict the future. Your logical mind cannot predict the future. So when it's focused on how you're going to solve the, these problems and situations, threatening situations in the future, what it's doing is it's drawing on the information from the past. And in the past, we have all these unresolved traumas that we never dealt with. And now those are coloring your picture of the future. And most of the time, when you don't resolve those traumas, now 
they sh- end up showing up again in your future and you're just repeating patterns in your life. It becomes like a self-fulfilling prophecy. You're the one giving yourself the prophecy that then you willingly step into until you start to, to deal with the, tr- the unresolved traumas you're carrying around in your energy field. That's what so much of my work is about. You know, some people call it the shadow side. It's just pieces of ourselves it's, that are stuck in a traumatic state. You know, for an example, I found, uh, I found one of these the other, the other day, you know, I, I didn't get something that I wanted in life. You know, I was buying a new laptop and like, I ended up, you know, there was one that I wanted that then I was looking for a used one, you know, and I found this like perfect one that then got sold before I could buy it. And I ended up buying a different one. And my brain was kicking and screaming like, I don't want this one. This one sucks. This other one's so much better, blah, blah, blah. And it's what started out as those thoughts, you know, I I knew because because of doing this work for years now, I knew that those thoughts were an indication of something underneath, some unresolved emotional trauma. Because in our natural state, we don't resist life. We don't have those kind of judgmental thoughts. We don't have those kind of like, this thing is better than the other thing you know, and getting whiny and irritable about what we, what we have in our life. If we're feeling that way, it's because we have resistance. Our natural state is purely allowing, accepting, loving state, purely joyous state. So that's what, that's what I'm trying to get to with this episode, with this topic, with my work. What's the fastest way to get there? (laughs) And one of the fastest ways is to, is to, deal with that old trauma so that your brain isn't constantly thinking about that, constantly not projecting that into the future and constantly using that information to tell you why your life right now sucks. I mean, logically, this makes sense, right? I mean, you can't be happy in the future. You can't experience the future right now, right? So you're, you're sitting there thinking, you're thinking to yourself, oh, my life sucks right now. I got to change it. I got to change. I got to fix. I got to fix this. I got to fix this. I got to fix that then I can be happy. I can be happy in the future. That's a, that doesn't work. That future doesn't come because until you find a way to be happy with yourself right now, where you are, you're constantly carrying that unhappiness with you into the future. All the things you think are going to fix it, all the external physical changes you think are going to fix it. They're just you moving Legos around, you know, you're moving Legos around, but the, you know, whatever you, but it's like, you don't have a full set of Legos. So you just put them in different configurations, but whatever configuration you put them in, it's never as good enough. That's how most of us try to find happiness and fulfillment. It doesn't work like that. We got to find the happiness and fulfillment that's inside of us right now by dropping our resistance to our life right now and getting immediately happy with our life right now. It's there. It's there underneath the surface of your resistance is a sense of joy. Underneath the surface of your extreme discomfort, of your extreme sadness, of your extreme grief is a sense of gratitude. You know, there was this uh, Indian guru who once said, I don't remember who exactly who it was, but he once said that any emotion, no emotion has to last longer than 11 seconds. 
<laughs> you know, what he's talking about is when you're in a completely non-resistant state, when you're in a state of, of complete unconditional love for life, even if, you know, something really traumatic happens, that emotion, well, it's not traumatic. You know, even if something happens that would call, that would like, is supposedly really, really bad in our society, we ha- we experience the difficult emotion, but we're so present and we're so connected to who we really are that we we see that that emotion is just energy rising in us, ready to be seen, ready to be felt. And you do it and you feel it fully. You feel it 100% and it moves through you. Now, one of my friends on Facebook recently lost a child, you know, and uh, that's a big time tragedy. You know, am I saying that her grief should only last 11 seconds? Like, no, no. I'm not telling her she should feel any different than she feels. You know, she could, she could be grieving for the rest of her life. But at some point, that grieving is going to become a choice instead of just uncontrollable emotion moving through her. At some point, she's going to have more awareness to be able to respond to her own feelings inside. And she can choose to push them away. She can choose to ignore them. She can choose to sedate them. She can choose, that's what most of us try to do. She can choose to try to control life, you know, to constantly control the lives of our other kids to prevent them from any and all danger. All of those, all of those options are acting from her, her resistance to her own emotion. And the quicker and faster she can feel her grief fully and let herself totally wail and scream and cry and go to the depths of her being about this grief the faster she will see that even in this situation, there's a way to see this from the perspective of love. You know, and it may, you may call me a total jerk because, you know, I've never had a child die. I don't have kids. I don't know what it's like. You could tell me. That's fine. You might be right. You might be right. You know? There's no possible way for me to be 100% certain. I know what I've experienced, which is that big emotions from long ago stick in our body, staying in our body until we deal with them. And that once we deal with them, actually life, you know, situations happen to us in life and it's not, and our ability to, to move through it is so, so much quickly so much more quickly has been developed by letting go of these resistant things from our past. And it's those resistant things from our past, those emotional knots, those emotional traumas that are still stuck in our body in the form of stuck energy in our nervous system. You know, those, those parts of us are constantly influencing our brain's interpretation of life. Constantly giving our brain a reason for why right now is not good enough, why we need to resist right now. Constantly giving our brain a reason why we got to fear the future.
So we got to sit with where our life is right now and treat it like a relationship if you want to be happy right now. So sit with your life as it is right now and look at all the ways that you're resisting your life right now. Ask yourself, how do I really feel about my life right now? So the answer might be obvious to you. You might think of it every day that you don't like it. You don't like your relationship. You don't like your job. You don't like where you live. You don't feel like you can do anything. You can make any changes. You feel like you're stuck. You feel like you're trapped. Those are all valid feelings. All your feelings are valid. Like these, you know, n- nothing I will ever tell you is about you should feel differently than you're feeling. All these feelings are valid. My point is exactly the opposite that you should feel differently. My point is that you can free yourself by feeling these things fully. And it's your, it's resisting them. It's trying to push them away to the back of your mind, never, never dealing with them with your own loving attention, never giving them your own loving attention. That's the reason they persist in our lives. That's the reason we continue to feel unhappy. So, you know, I'm getting a lot, I'm getting a lot better at this. I've, I've released, I've set free so many things I've been carrying. Things related to my parents, my grandparents. Today I had a whole, had a huge releasing session about my grandparents ways resistance I was holding to my gran- toward my grandparents that were still affecting me to this day, some of my thinking. Once you do this a few times, you get into this, you see this, how this works, you start to realize how much of your thinking is influenced by these energetic charges you're carrying around and how they're putting a lid on your happiness. I mean, if we want to have a happy life, we've got to be happy right now. That's the quickest way. That's the quickest way. Even if you don't believe me, even if you don't buy my line about, you know, holding happiness to the future is a future that will never come. Even if you don't buy that, the quickest way is not to wait for the future. It's to be happy right now. And that means dealing with your emotional traumas. Stop running around trying to fix all these parts of your life with the physical building blocks of, of the world, with the Lego pieces. You need a new set. You need a better set of Lego. And you get that set when you let go of your traumas. This podcast is sponsored by Lego. (laughs) So now you might be asking yourself, you know, well, if I don't, uh, if I deal with these traumas and I stay happy, I get happy with my life right now then I won't ever achieve anything, any of the things I want in my life. I won't ever make any changes. I'm actually in a crappy situation. I know my situation could be better. If I get happy with it, I'm just going to sit here. Okay, I have two responses to that. One, if you actually felt genuinely happy, isn't that what you're after anyway? Like, stop being so attached to what that looks like. If you get genuinely happy and your physical situation stays the same, well, then isn't then that would be amazing. You wouldn't need to change anything. That'd be so easy. So much more efficient. But your brain is telling you right now, I need to make these changes because it thinks that moving the physical building blocks is going to make you happy. But here's the amazing thing. Here's the other thing. Is that once you find your love and your joy and your happiness for the present moment, for what's going on right now, 
your desire to make changes does not go away. It doesn't stop. We are, we are continually and constant creative creatures. Our desire to, to build and make changes and expand, that's never going to go away. You never have to worry about that going away. What happens is you start creating from the place of your love rather than trying to fix things and think you need to create things from the place of your resistance. And when you start creating from love, all your creations are more powerful. All your creations are more interesting. All your creations have more impact. They move through the universe faster. They expand faster. The universe supports them. And when you're creating from resistance, you just end up finding more and more resistance and get stuck in the same patterns. So when you feel a resistance, when you feel unhappy, sad, you know, grief, angry about something in your life, that is not the place to take action. You don't want to take action from those emotions. You want to sit with those emotions, feel those emotions fully, find the center of those emotions in your body and in your psyche, see if those emotions have anything to say to you, see if those emotions have anything for you to feel and feel it and hear it fully. Let it move through you without taking action, without needing to respond to it in any other way, but giving it your loving attention. And you will see the emotions move. You will see the energy move. You will watch it move through your body and it will leave your system. And then you'll start to feel the love come in. You'll start to feel the joy. And that's the time to start taking action. Those are the actions that are really going to serve you. Those are the actions that are really going to serve humanity in the world. Those are the actions that are going to feel the best. I'm a little bit disappointed that this podcast wasn't more funny. <laughs> Got serious. I started off a little bit shaky with the whole Indian story. I kind of threw you for a loop there. What was I trying to say? What I'm trying to say is the fastest way to feel happy and creative in our lives is to be happy with the present moment, how our life is going right now. And from finding the joy and the, lo and the love that is here, that is present right now, when we, we can create from that place, first of all, we'll feel happy right now, which is what we want. So we want, did it, done. And then we create from that place. And those creations are our, our most powerful creations in the world. And the way to get to that happiness for, for the happiness for right now is to drop your resistance that you're holding. And the way to drop that is to find your, the emotions, the, the uncomfortable, difficult, challenging emotions like grief, sadness, uh, grief, anger, sadness, fear that are happening in your right now. So if you want to do that, okay, what I recommend is you sit, you know, in like meditative type environment, you, you sit and you look at what your life is exactly right now. You sit with your whole life right now. What I mean by that is you can visualize it, you know, sit down, do some deep breathing, connect with yourself, connect with the earth, connect with the field, which is the energetic substance of the, of the entire universe that all of us are connected to and emerge from all physical circumstances emerge from. So connect with the field that connects everything. Connect with the earth, connect with yourself, connect with your heart through some deep breathing and just setting the intention to connect with those things and see how it feels, really feel your heart. And then once you're nice and centered, visualize your life as it is now. You know, maybe you see a version of you in your life as it is now and all the pieces of your life. 
and ask yourself, how do I really feel about my life right now? How do I really feel about my life right now? How do I really feel about my life right now? And you're going to find places where you're happy. You're going to find places you're excited. And you're probably going to find places where you're angry, places where you're sad, places where you're disappointed, places where you're frustrated. And all those are your, your resistance you're holding from past emotional charges that are still in your system. So that's where you want to do your work. You want to pick the one that is the strongest. You want to pick the uncom- uncomfortable emotion that's the strongest. And you want to feel it fully. You want to find where it's located in your body. That's a great place to start. Find where it's located in your body. See if you can find the center of it in your body, as uh, Christian Mickelson says, great coach who has an emotional processing technique called the peace process. Find where it is in your body, in the center of your body, and then feel it fully. If any thoughts come, let them come. Notice them. If any emotions come, let them come. If you need to cry, you cry. If your body wants to do other things like shake, if your body wants to move, if your, if your body wants to laugh, all, all those things happen to me. Every time I do this, you do those things. You let that happen because you need to let the energy move through your system and it might have you do, have you do different expressions like that. And you just feel it fully until that emotional charge that you're working with is gone, until you feel relief. And if you want to go pro level, you know, you can even, when you find one of these, like a sense of frustration with your current life right now, or a sense of anger with your current life right now, or a sense of grief or fear, you can try to find the part of you that's holding that, you know, very often it'll be in a child version of us, like an inner child version of us that's holding this fear from something that happened when we were kids. And the way this fear looks right now in the adult life is this thing that you're dissatisfied with in your life. So you find that and you work with that. You work with that by feeling it fully and you talk to that child. You let that child say whatever it needs to say. You can ask that child in your visualization, you know, is there anything you need? What do you need from me? And you can work with that inner child. And you can let this energy and emotions move through your body and out of your body. And now you don't have that resistance. And now you feel more light and alive and joyous and full and happy about your current life and grateful. And you start to see the positive opportunities in your current life. And you start to see the, your ability to be, to be happy right now. And when you get into that vibe, when you get into that energy, all kinds of magical things start happening with your own decisions, with your actions, with the things the universe shows you, with what you see, in your, with your perception, what you notice. That's the quickest way. That's the most efficient way, fastest way. Get happy with your life right now. I hope you enjoyed it. You know, if you want to, if you, if you try it out, you got, you know, try something like this out, try this visualization, visualization exercise where you sit with your current life and look at it like your relationship to it. What's your relationship to it? What are all the pieces of my relationship to it? Where's the emotional charges? Where am I holding resistance and, and work with those in the ways I've suggested. You'll go a long way. Even if you can, even if you just can, you know, feel just a couple minutes of that anger and really just feel that even just for a couple minutes, that you're letting out some of that steam. You're letting that some of that emotion start to leave your body and you'll get better and better and better at it. And you'll start to see how the happiness is underneath those emotions. <laughs> it's amazing. And if you want a little help with this, you know, we, I am holding some groups. 
And you can contact me, send me an email on loveandprofit.com. You know, shoot me an email or sign up on the email list uh, there for news about groups that practice this stuff and free themselves from this kind of thing so that we can, so that we have the energy back inside of us to apply to the intentions for what we really want to create in our life. And, you know, we'll do some of that intention setting together. So there's so much you can do on your own, you know, there's so much you can do on your own. So try it. Let me know how it goes. Hope you enjoyed this and uh, lots more episodes like this. That'll definitely be lighter and funnier. I'm just on a riff today about this particular thing because of a couple people around me, you know, looking for happiness outside themselves, you know, and I know there are ways that I'm doing it as well. Come on, you know, I know there are ways I'm doing it as well. So these words are also important for me. There's, there doesn't exist. The happiness outside of ourselves. it doesn't exist. It's an illusion. It's a story we made up. Happiness is inside of us right now. If we want to see it, we got to let go of the emotional charges we're carrying around. Let go of our resistance to our life right now. Find a way to be happy right now. And then all the happiness just shows up. We just bubbles up, comes through our body because it's our natural state. All right, enough, enough. It's long enough. Okay, love you guys. Thank you so much for listening and making this part of your day. Until next time, much love. This has been David Papa, Love and Profit Show.